so glad that you're here. Welcome to the Me and My Moods podcast hosted by me. Hi, I'm Tia and wow, it is so very nice to meet you. I created this podcast to explore the reactions, opinions, perspectives. You see the moods I experience on a new topic every week so that hopefully and ultimately I can understand the me holistically. Come help me navigate my psyche and maybe you too will learn something more about yourself along the way. In my break, I created something truly magical. All over TikTok, I was seeing the power of Delulu, delusion. How we need to be as insanely delusional about our life and our wants and our dreams as we can because it is our life and the sky's the limit. Manifestation at a true peak. When we're kids, that's what we do, until reality kicks in. But we grow up thinking we can do absolutely anything. And if you consistently think about what you want to be, what you want your life to look like and truly believe that it will come true, then it will. I've never seen someone earnestly dream for something and have that dream not become a part of their reality in some way. And this goes past to dreaming about profession. It's more about your life and goals and aspirations for self. Who you want to be and what you want to see in the mirror. And of course, it can be that profession wishing is a part of that. But delusion and manifesting can be so much more and so much bigger than career. And it got me thinking that if this way of thinking is such a possibility, And if I've seen it happen for everyone who earnestly wishes for their dream to become their reality, how come everyone isn't flying around on unicorns and living their princess fairy dream wonderland lifestyles? And it hit me. It's because not everyone believes their dream can be their reality. So I created this scale. It came to me in a dream almost. I call it the personality plane, or it can be referred to as the Delulu scale or plane, but essentially everyone in the world will fit somewhere on this scale. My graph exists in the positive quadrant one where all functions are positive and this personality plane doesn't have any negative values. I can show this better visually, but For the sake of the podcast, I'm going to do my best to describe this in as simple terms as I can. So on the x-axis, we measure attitude. We can also call this perspectives or outlook. That is our individual outlook on the world, how we approach challenges, make decisions and cope with various situations in life. There are three key elements here, and for simplicity, we can say that the x-axis lies on a scale from 0 to 1, where 0 is labelled as pessimistic, so close to the origin, and 1 is labelled as optimistic, and 0.5 is labelled as realistic. And this is a scale, so you can be anywhere on the scale of 0 to 1, and that is your outlook. And it can be any mix between the peak points of 0 to 1. Now on the y-axis, we measure delusion or delulu. And again, we can say this is on a scale of 0 to 1. Everyone lies somewhere on this graph. And the reason why I have placed delusion on its own axis is because it is not exactly an outlook. 
it's more so based on quote-unquote false belief perception than an outlook on life that is based on more grounded and tangible evidence. Thus, there are similarities between peak delusion and peak optimism, but they still both lie in their own categories, their own axes. To provide you with a bit more context on how this graph would be used, I'm going to classify a few personality traits of different made-up people um, and then what that would kind of look like on the extremities of this graph. And I'm going to try to be as scientific as possible with my methods to explain the situation here and how the graph scale works. So the following personality placements would react differently to the same exact objective situation. So let's say the situation is that someone will be having a job interview tomorrow. So coordinate 00, zero place you as a peak pessimist for outlook with no delusion. And this looks like, OMG, I'm so nervous right now and I just won't get the job. And coordinates 1-0 place you as peak optimism with no delusion. And this looks like, OMG, I am so excited right now because I've never been in a job interview before for a similar role and the hiring person probably will admire that I'm trying new things and be inspired to teach me. So I'll get this job and I'll do a really good job. Coordinates 0-1 place you as peak pessimism with peak delusion as well. This looks like, and with full conviction by the way, this person would go, OMG, I'm so nervous right now because I've never been in a job interview before and the hiring person is probably going to be my third grade crush who rejected me and will be dressed in disguise and won't like me again, especially for this role and then I just won't get the job and then the ground will open up and pull me in and swallow me up mid-interview. Whereas coordinates 1-1 place you with peak optimism and peak delusion. This looks like, and with full conviction also, this person would go, OMG, I'm so excited right now and the hiring person is probably going to fall in love with me from this interaction and won't even need me to interview because they'll know immediately that I'm perfect for the role and then a mariachi band will come in and play for me to celebrate my new success. And to clarify, position 0.50, so a truly realistic person with no delusion will perceive the objective event and think okay I have a job interview tomorrow and I'll go in and whatever happens will happen. It is at its core just an objective view of the event. No strong positive or negative emotion and no strong desire for the reality of the event to be altered through a delusion lens. And a 0.5 realism point at a one peak delusion would look like, okay, I have a job interview tomorrow and I'll go in and either I will get the job and be promoted to my dream role within the next few years if I work hard, or I'll realize that I actually don't like this role and I will work hard for an alternate career path and be just as successful. The key part for delusion to understand how this is different to the outlook is that it is not evidence-based. The outlook is based on evidence or exists as a reaction to real-life stimulants. And this is what makes it worthy of its own access. A realistic person with no delusion sees how the situation is as it is. And a realistic person with full delusion postulates about outcomes that are objectively realistic. 
a pessimistic person with no delusion will find the worst possible outcome based on the facts at hand and an optimistic person with no delusion will find the best possible outcome based on the facts at hand. And a delusional person will think of the most outrageous scenario possible and it will be positive or negative based, so optimistic or pessimistic, based on that person's originating outlook point. Personally, in my life, the time where I felt the most, you could say, hopeless or feeling a little depressed, I was at a truly realistic headspace with no delusion. Just being completely realistic and viewing the events as objectively and clinically as possible. Which is why I personally believe that this is most likely more difficult of a personality or mindset position to have because it's almost lost hope. And hope is a key part of our humanity. It's kind of hard to remind someone with no hope of the good that can come out of a situation if they only view the situation at hand. You know, the glass isn't half full. It's to those people, it's just a glass with some water in it. And just like with zodiac signs, I think there is a compatibility between personality types, between different points on this scale. I would say I'd place myself quite high on the optimistic and delusional side of things. Not exactly at 1-1, but closer to that point than to a middle point. And so I personally prefer to surround myself with people in the top right quadrant, so greater than 0.5 mindset and a 0.5 delusion. I am a strong believer that the personality plane or Delulu scale is a fascinating way to understand how people perceive and approach different aspects of their lives. Now, I must clarify that nobody is fixed in one position on this graph. Our perspectives and delusions can shift over time and they can vary depending on the context or situation. It's a dynamic scale that represents our mindset at any given moment. But more often than not, people will hover in the same area as like a base point, how they view themselves and the life around them. Let's dive a little deeper into the personality types and how they can influence our reactions to various life situations. Keep in mind that these are just general examples and real people often have a mix of outlooks and delusions. Understanding your own position can help you navigate personal relationships more effectively. For example, if you find yourself on the extreme optimistic side, it's essential to recognize when your high expectations may be unrealistic, leading to disappointment. On the other hand, if you lean towards pessimism, delving into the reasons behind your negative outlook can be a step toward healthier connections. I mentioned this earlier, but Delusion doesn't have to be limited to career aspirations. It can encompass any aspect of your life from health and fitness to personal growth and self-image. I think my pursuit in creating this podcast was also a little Delulu. I thought, what's the worst that could happen? People could judge me or my friends and family for the stories I share and the perspectives I put forth. Yeah, that's definitely on my mind when I sit down to record. But I don't ever want to say something that would negatively impact somebody else. And on the other hand, you know, what's the best thing that could happen from this podcast? 
like literally everything the best thing that could happen is literally anything all the best things could happen as a result of this podcast i will more fully deeply understand myself and psyche and that's the goal so i might as well try my best for that situation which is i guess why i created this podcast understanding the role of delusion in personal goals is crucial it can serve as the driving force that propels us to take risks break boundaries and achieve things that we once thought were impossible I think the first step is to understand where you currently stand on the personality plane. Reflect on your outlook and delusion levels in different areas of your life and identifying your position will help you make intentional changes. Once you understand where exactly you stand, then just embrace your delusion by setting audacious goals. Instead of aiming for what seems reasonable or achievable, just dare to dream big. Break down your objectives into smaller, manageable steps to create a realistic plan for achieving them and then just go for it. The thing that's worked best for me is envisioning I've already achieved my goals. That way I can feel the emotions of success as that feeling is what can motivate you towards making those dreams a reality. Something that I've more recently become aware of is that while delusion can be a powerful motivator, it's essential to still remain adaptable. As you work towards your goals, you may need to adjust your plans, but not your expectations of your end feeling, but maybe what tangible achievements will allow you to feel those things of accomplishment and happiness so a healthy balance of optimism and adaptability is crucial for instance your goal can be a really nice car for example like a fancy car but the reason you're probably making it your goal to have this car is because you think it will give you a positive feeling of happiness or accomplishment so if on your way to achieving your delulu set goal you realize that this car isn't bringing you the happiness and accomplished feeling but maybe something else is maybe it's having this car but then giving it to someone else who you know wants it more than you do if that is going to bring you the satisfaction you initially set out on to achieve it's important to follow that instead so like a delulu driven by purpose and the best way i can do that is to surround myself with people who share a similar outlook whether it's on the optimistic or delusion side but it's important to note that surrounding yourself with similar energy is different to surrounding yourself with carbon copies of yourself by being around people who have different interests, you're also learning about different elements of life that while you personally wouldn't dedicate your life to understanding it and experiencing it in that specific way, you can appreciate it. It's impossible that you will lead every life you possibly can because it takes a lifetime to live a lifetime's worth of life. And so each person approaches life in their own unique way and they can share outlooks and delusion levels but it's applied and manifests 
in different ways from you know the jokes you think are funny to the food you eat to where you live it's important for me to surround myself with people who are living their own authentic lives where in the same area of the scale but the way we live our own individual life it's different and it looks different for all of us that's important to me i value people who step outside of their comfort zone and just wish and hope for the absolute best for themselves and the people around them because if you're being delulu in the right way the best outcome possible should always outweigh the worst thing that could happen. That is, if you're doing Delulu manifestations the right way. I also want to clarify that happiness isn't the best thing you can feel. At least for me, it's the feeling of fulfillment and accomplishment. It makes me feel happy, but it's so much more than that. That said, I always need a little delusion in my life. Life for me is just more fun that way. Because if you're below a 0.5 delusion and you're just a 1 optimism, it's a bit toxic. The toxic positivity is not the goal, definitely not. Because in a situation where you're bleeding out, some real tragic Grey's Anatomy TV level dying, you don't want the person next to you to just be happy and optimistic about the situation and accept the facts as they're coming that you're dying but they're like happy about it. That's annoying. If they are that optimistic, you also want them to be delusional. You want them to truly believe that a miracle is going to happen. And not just be optimistic in the face of an objective reality, because that's not doing anyone any good. That said, the position we occupy on the personality plane is not solely a result of our individual choices and experiences. Society and culture play hugely significant roles in shaping our outlook and delusions. Different cultures may encourage or discourage delusion and optimism to varying degrees. Some cultures may prioritize practicality and realism, while others may celebrate and encourage visionary thinking. Understanding the cultural influences on your mindset can help you navigate your personal growth journey. Throughout our lives, we are constantly exposed to societal norms and expectations. These influences can shape our beliefs and perspectives. So recognizing how social conditioning has affected your mindset can also empower you to break free from limitations that may not serve you. The media is also a huge part of the modern day upbringing. The stories we hear and the people we admire can either fuel our delusions or ground us in objectivity. So we need to be mindful of the media and role models we choose to engage with. Our friends, family and peers can also influence our outlook. Surrounding ourselves with individuals who share our desired outlook can be a powerful way to cultivate the mindset that aligns with our goals. I think that there's like this power that comes from each side. If you are in the middle, closer to a mid-delusion and central realistic outlook, if you hang out with primarily people from polar ends of pessimism and optimism, chances are your standpoint may also change. The one thing, however, I think 
can't be changed as a result of external influences is your own delusional level. That change has to be truly intrinsically inspired. Even if you're around delusional people all day, I don't think your delusion will change. More likely, your reaction to their delusion will be dictated by your own outlook, not your own delusion level to be changed. For instance, if you're completely realistic about someone TV level Grey's Anatomy bleeding out in front of you, the pessimist Delulu might think the world is coming to an end and the optimist Delulu might think a miracle is going to happen. But as a realist with no Delulu, you think the other two are a little crazy and that it'll be sad that this person's bleeding out in front of you and that they're probably going to die. Your delusion isn't impacted by what's happening around you. It's up to you. You and you alone decide how Delulu you want to be. So I try to remember that while society and culture can have a significant impact on our mindset, you have the agency to consciously shape and shift your delusion. How you deal with the facts of reality, how you shape what you wish, that's what will happen. It's important to be aware of these external influences and evaluate whether they align with your own personal aspirations. I know I am a true advocate for delusion and a proud preacher of how it is a beacon of hope for us all, but it's important we don't get too carried away with it. While delusion can be a powerful force for personal growth and achievement, it's essential to acknowledge that there can be a dark side to extreme delusion. When delusion veers into irrationality and detachment from reality, it can lead to harmful consequences. Extreme delusion may cause individuals to ignore warning signs and red flags, leading to poor decision making and in some cases personal harm. Realistically, if something is too good to be true, sometimes it is just that. You're not necessarily going to be given $10,000 via email for no good reason. Often, it's just an email scam. Being overly delusional could, I guess, also cause individuals to avoid taking responsibility for their actions. If those people are really believing that success is preordained, it can hinder personal growth. The unchecked delusion can strain relationships with people who perceive life differently. So it's crucial to maintain open communication with those who have different outlooks. The scale is supposed to be fun and I made it with a fun-based intention. But in some cases, extreme delusion can be associated with issues. So on a more serious note, if you or someone you know is struggling with an unhealthy level of delusion, seeking professional help is essential. Balancing delusion and optimism with a firm grip on reality is, I think, the key to reaping the benefits of this mindset without succumbing to its potential downsides. Positive thinking is at the heart of optimism and delusion. It's a mindset that focuses on the positive aspects of life and anticipates success, happiness and good health. Numerous studies have actually explored the effects of positive thinking on physical and mental health. Positive thinking has been associated with reduced symptoms of depression and anxiety. This is just all based on research I found in my uni library, but optimistic individuals tend to have better mental well-being. Research suggests that 
positive thinking may contribute to better physical health. There are definitely more qualified people out there who can explain the scientific impact of positive thinking, but based on my initial research, it's definitely something we can lean into. It's important to remember that positive thinking is not about denying or ignoring life's challenges and setbacks. Instead, it's about approaching them with a mindset that believes in the potential for growth and success. It's a tool that can help you navigate the ups and downs of life more effectively. While delusion and optimism can be powerful motivators, it's crucial to understand the role of realism in maintaining a balanced and healthy mindset. Realism helps us stay grounded, make informed decisions, and assess situations objectively. Balancing delusion, optimism, and realism is an art that can significantly impact our personal and professional lives. Embracing these mindsets in harmony can help us set meaningful goals, work towards them with enthusiasm, and navigate obstacles with a clear understanding of the path ahead. I think there's a great balance, like the middle of the top right quadrant of the plane is where you want to be. Innovation is often born from optimistic delusion. Consider some of the greatest inventions and discoveries in history. These breakthroughs were often driven by people who dared to dream beyond the limits of what was thought possible in their time. I know I could give real-life examples, but I like my TV shows and in Friends, the super-rich boyfriend Pete, played by John Favreau, went through hundreds of iterations of his computer system, which burned down his parents' garage and cost him so much to get to that end point of success. But I mean, that personality aspect, the determination in the delusion, yes, brought him his success, but was also what ended his relationship with Monica because he couldn't give up on being the ultimate fighting champion or whatever the official title in the show was called. I find myself leaning more toward the optimistic and delusional side as well, closer to the 0.71 point on the personality plane. Surrounding myself with people who share a similar mindset is something I definitely actively seek. And it's not just about rejecting the realists or pessimists, but rather finding compatibility and mutual understanding with those who share a similar outlook or even a completely conflicting outlook. But as a general rule, I'd probably stay away from the energy vampires or toxic optimists, the extreme pessimists and optimists. You know, the ones living without even a hint of delusion, just polar opposites on the x-axis. Their gravitational pull is really strong. They may not be able to influence your delusion at the time, but they can definitely influence your outlook. I believe that understanding where we fall on this scale can help us to not only better comprehend ourselves, but also relate to others more effectively. Our unique positions on the personality plane influence our reactions to life's challenges, our decision-making, and our ability to manifest our dreams. This podcast, Me and My Moods, We'll delve into these different personality types and explore how they affect various aspects of our lives and perhaps even help us discover new ways to harness the power of delusion for a more fulfilling and exciting journey. 
I'm excited as we embark on this unique exploration of the human psyche and uncover the magic of Delulu this season. I think that's all I have for the moment. Thank you so very much for joining me this week on the Me and My Moods podcast hosted by me. Hi, I'm Tia and for sharing this time with me to find the me in me and my moods. Thank you for being with me this episode to analyze my week's mood. It was so nice having you here. I post new episodes of the podcast every week on Sunday, so be sure to catch the next one. I'll see you next time. Bye.